You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hello, this is the Journey Toll Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination, to find the journey in every step of the road. The highs, the lows, the ups and downs, the twists and turns, all of that. It's in that that makes these moments, this moment in life, beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Shalea Frazier is a vocalist who many compare her voice to the legendary Whitney Houston and the piano talent of Alicia Keys. She's an artist. She's an actress uh, who's garnished co-signs from the likes of Stevie Wonder, Mary J. Blige, Missy Elliott, David Foster, Queen Latifah, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Hudson, Quincy Jones, and many, many more Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have oh you here today. Oh my goodness! Thank you for having me, Sean and Shalaya. Yes, it, it, like it's a ring there, right? S&S. It is. It is. It is. I love it. I love it. And I, it's funny because um, I just got married uh, three months ago, so it's actually Shalaya McDonald now. Oh, in in a, in yes. a you know socially, I haven't like officially changed it yet, but I I haven't heard Frazier in a long time, so that was kind of cute. So <laughs> should I, should we be going by? No, 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 no. That's fine. Shalea okay. Frazier or Shalea is fine, but I just also add McDonald in the mix, so too. tell me, how is married life? <laughs> oh, my God, that's so exciting. We got married on uh, New Year's Eve. Wow. Um, and it was after, it. We, we've known each other for a long time. We went to college together, but really, I didn't, I can't say that I knew him well enough. Like, we've been, you know, you friends for all these years, but we just kind of reconnected um, about six months ago. During COVID. During COVID. I love that story. So can you share that? Do you mind sharing what that I story is I like? don't. So, so he popped up in the DMs. Okay. <laughs> now, now this is the thing. Like we, he would always, um, every, we would see each other, you know, socially or like at church. We went, we're part of the same denomination. Um, and so I would see him, you know, ever so often we went to, again, we went to a HBCU, um, Oakwood University. So a little shout out to Oakwood. Um, but I was dating someone at the time and then he was dating someone. So the timing was just obviously off. And then again, I would see him periodically throughout the years. And I would, I thought very highly of him. He was always just a really great guy and really, really handsome. And, um, you know, but it was just, I knew who he was. So it wasn't even somebody I was thinking that could be an option, you know? And so um, six months ago, he crept in the DMs <laughs> on Instagram and was like, I um, I feel like in another life, we would have been really great friends. And I would, you know, I'm in New York right now, but I would, when I come back to California, I would love to take you to lunch sometime. And so, you know, where I was at that time, that was literally the perfect thing he could have said because I just I really would wouldn't have wanted anything more aggressive than that you know it was just this idea of like yeah we probably would have been friends and you know had a lot in common and so he dropped the friend act almost immediately okay (laughs) so he took me though he took me to Malibu he knows I love the ocean I love the water and took me to this place right on the ocean then right after we went and walked along Zuma Beach which is like any beach is like my happy place. And it was literally like, it was just this instant connection. Instantly I knew I could trust him instantly. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, wow, this he's different. He's different. And it moved really fast. Three months later, we were married. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Three months later. Three months later. 
<laughs> so our our first date was I think like the 28th or the 29th of September and the 31st of uh, December we were married. Wow. But went back to Malibu where our first date was and um, it was just the two of us and it was beautiful. It was kind of hard. I'm, I'm very, very family oriented and um, you know, but I really wanted it to just start off so intimate and, and so sacred. And at the end of the day, you know, there, there was no need to like perform or, or, you know, try to impress anybody, you know, with weddings and all the, it, 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 there was no fanfare. It was really just about, he and I it was very beautiful though, I will say, but it was just the two of us. It was me, him and our pastor and, uh, you know, a photographer, videographer to capture the day. Oh my goodness, I love that. That's all it needs to be. Honestly, like that's it. It was, you know, this was a second marriage for both of us, and so, um, not that that means anything, but I, I, we both kind of had huge, huge weddings um, the first time around, and, um, and just a side note, I just want to say, like, I, you know, I'm still great friends with, with, you know, my first husband. Were, you know, he's an incredible guy. Just didn't work out um but I will say just kind of comparing it just I wouldn't have it any other way you know now I probably part of being an entertainer like you know there's always a red carpet I'm always dressing up and so maybe I get my fix that way you know for a lot of women it's like that day it's like that our it's our day and you know you want all eyes on you um now in retrospect I wouldn't have wanted it any other way than this even even with the family thing you know not being there because at the end of the day it's it's really he and I in this marriage and he and I and God and so that's really what it was and it represented that um and it just was so much more meaningful that way it's so yeah. beautiful to hear a love story that has yeah. come out of COVID. <laughs> I mean, literally, and the way that that happened so yeah. fast. That's so yeah. amazing. And you're glowing as you're talking Aww. about it. So <laughs> I know that it's going great. And that's just beautiful. It is. It is. And I always say, like, if I really, if I like you in COVID, you know, I really, really like you because there's nothing really, it was really nothing for us to do. We, we live a, such a simple life. You know, things are now slowly starting to open up and we're, you know, able to do more. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, just to be able to live simply and I, you know, you're seeing a lot right now in relationships that are either, you know, a lot of breakups. Cause I think people are realizing that, you know, we didn't really like each other there that much. We might love each other, but we don't really like each other. And so now having to spend all this time under one roof, it's difficult, you know? And so when I saw that, I really, really liked him and just, liked being around him. I said, okay, this is this is a little different. Oh yeah, this is, that was a lot different. <laughs> exactly. So how has COVID or the conditions of COVID, mm. how has that affected your professional career or, or did it did it affect it in a good way, a bad way, or does it did you just kind of flow through so far in this process? You know, I, I think it's affected all of us. I mean, you know, definitely the entertainment industry was hit super, super hard. You know, my mom's a teacher and so it affected her not at all. <laughs> In fact, she loves her life now better because she could teach her home. But I, I think for 95% of the world, it was a huge blow. And, and, you know, by God's grace, I had been, you know, saving financially. And so I, I was able to just kind of breathe through it, you know, and, and get through it, um, you know, pretty easily on that front. But I, I remember telling myself, you either have to um, evolve, adapt or die. Mm. And I I completely embraced that. And so I, I took that time 
as an opportunity to evolve and to to see other gifts that I had and other strengths because you know it was such a weird time where it all went down we were really about to start um promoting the film the Clark sisters the first ladies of gospel where I played during the Clark Cole and so you know we everything was canceled there was no uh you know <laughs> no screenings were all canceled in our you know our premiere you know we were so disappointed but we still had to promote the film and so we were still doing press and still doing you know PR and 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 TV shows and you know just to promote it and so for the first time it's like I had to be <laughs> lighting <laughs> I had to be sound I had to, you know, uh, be hair, makeup, all that stuff. Thankfully, I kind of was, I've always loved doing hair, so I've always done my own hair. But the makeup, I had to just kind of, you know, learn and, and start kind of going through what, what I was watching when I was getting my makeup done. And all of a sudden, I, had, I was wearing all these hats, and it, and it really showed me my strength and mm. what I was made of. Yes. So I was, I was happy to... To, to really be able to walk in that, even as difficult and, and trying as it was at that time, there was a lot of trial and error during that period. But it, it, it also just kind of made me grow. And, and for that, I'm, I'm grateful for that season. I love that. So do you think that it gave you a different respect for different industries and what people are actually doing because now you're juggling all of those different roles because of COVID? Absolutely. I think there was an appreciation. I was always, you know, raised to just to, to never be a respecter of persons. That's kind of like my little thing that really bugs me is that is when people treat someone different. And so I always went into, you know, wherever I, wherever I was going from the lighting to the sound, know, knowing how important each of those were, that they were all equal, just as much as the talent. And so, um, but it definitely gave me a, just a deeper appreciation of what, what is done and when it's really right. Because, <laughs> you know, I had my little rinky-dink, my little tripod. I was ordering my tripod in my director's chair, just trying to, you know, get something, you know, to just look presentable. But um, it was it was amazing. It made me more appreciative for sure. How did you stay focused and mm -hmm. positive? And how do you stay focused and positive yeah. right now during this time? Yeah, because it's, you know, things are still are still obviously locked down. I did my yeah. first um, tour run, though, um, in Florida. It is Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I love you, Florida, but the masks were, like, optional. It was like, wow. Isn't that unreal how it's how different it is in California? Yes, and then yes. I look on Instagram or on social media and I see other cities and I'm like, wow, it's like night and day the way night you know and day. It isolation was, and it's 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was it was amazing to be there. It was it was such a crazy full circle that um my last tour run was a, was in Florida, and so I was their last artist that they had, and I was literally their first artist that they had opened up their doors again uh, to. So that was kind of a beautiful full circle moment. So things are obviously starting to turn around, thank God, but we're still, you know, not where we're used, used to being. And so I have a single, I know we're going to talk about it later, but it's 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 talks about it's, it asks this question, can I get a little grace? And I feel like right now we all need a lot of grace. And, and I think that for me, that has been what has helped me just kind of stay sane because there are days where it 
I just stay in bed all day. And I give myself grace for those kind of days. And then there are other days where I wake up, I'm like, hey, I'm choosing to just hit it, just to hit the ground running. And I've got all these, you know, all this energy. And I'm thankful for those days, but those days are not every day. And so it's about that balance and, and realizing that you need grace for when you don't always hit the mark. And so that is what has kind of kept me going and give, given me that focus, knowing that, okay, if I don't, get it this time I know tomorrow is a new day and a new opportunity for me to kill it I love that and I'm glad we're talking about grace mm-hmm. I would love to I want to hear it let's let's kind of dive into <laughs> your music okay. and let our viewers and listeners just chime into your world a bit I would love that so grace is a song that I wrote actually during the pandemic it was kind of inspired by you know, just what was going on, kind of what I mentioned about just sometimes we're we're so hard on ourselves. Um, I always say, show me someone who doesn't forgive others and is very critical of others. And usually that is someone who has not forgiven themselves and is probably very, very critical of themselves. And so I, I feel like there's this circular grace that happens when we give ourselves grace, then we're able to give it to others. And I feel like right now, especially just the climate that we're in on all fronts, Um, just where people just don't always give each other the benefit of the doubt, like just to take a moment and give each other grace. Yes, have some grace, have Have some some compassion. Yeah, yeah. So this is grace. All right, let's listen. I'm scared to share it Cause you can't hit rewind If I don't get it right every time Would you hold it against me Or leave me behind I'm just trying to make it through the day And I'm searching for the words to say Can I get a little grace? Can I get a little empathy? Can we come back to the light and leave darkness behind? I just need a little hope. I'm not asking for your sympathy. You can't wait for things to change and still be the same. I just need a little grace. I just need a little grace. Can I get a little grace? Some grace. Little grace. grace, can I get a little grace? grace. 
you so much that means look a at the lot. crew saying we want to hear more <laughs> thank yes. you. Can you can you sing a little bit for us what is something oh that my you, goodness yeah, i would love to hear something your voice is just so amazing. just another song just another song or just this well we already heard we already heard something you're working on that you would like to Ooh, share with the audience oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Um, let's do that well you know i'm i'm kind of i'm pivoting i think it, it's interesting because i i played a um, a gospel legend, you know, who was part of a gospel group. Um, but I'm not a gospel artist. And so sometimes it's, it can be a little confusing because, I mean, my faith is like a part of who I am, but it's not necessarily like the genre of music that um, I'm always singing. And so I sing gospel music too, but I sing jazz music, I sing R&B. And so um, I'm kind of like pivoting into... You know, this show is about the pivot. So literally, <laughs> that's what we're talking about—the pivot. Let's hear. What are we pivoting into? I Let's know, go into that I role. Know, let me see. I know. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out what song I want to do um, that could kind of reflect that. Um, Oh my goodness! I don't know if okay. I if I know the will. Let's 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 let's, let's keep it. Let's, let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. Now, it'll, we'll come it'll back. Come it'll come to me yeah. as it's supposed to. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of your acting mm-hmm. career, um, talk about what the what was that like for you uh, with the Clark sisters on Lifetime? I know that that was a, a huge huge. Um, you got a lot of support from that. Yeah. Uh, garnished more than 2.7 million viewers. Yeah. Uh, which was the strongest original movie for all television actors and key demos in broadcast and cable, which is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that kind of a pinch me moment for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember, you know, as I said before, there was some disappointment, obviously, because for me and, and some of the other actresses, um, it was our first movie, so we hadn't gone to like a premiere or, you know, uh, for for us acting. I mean, I have, I wrote um, the theme song for Jumping the Broom, and so I remember going to the premiere, and that was really fun. But this was the first time I was acting, and so being able to go to, you know, a premiere to where I was, you know, uh, uh, you know a prominent actor in this in this film. And it's crazy how a lot of times our our mind and our ideas and our plans, how sometimes God is like, okay, but I have a better plan. Yeah. And so the fact that we were all at home 
is why the movie did so well. And I'm not saying that the movie wouldn't have done well without a pandemic, but it wouldn't have had those numbers. I mean, that was like the first weekend. I mean, it's now up to like 15 to 20 million streamed. I mean, it's 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 up there. Um, and so that success was happening. I remember when it when it was out and, and, and Snoop was watching and Taraji and, you know, you had all of these like, really, really incredible people tweeting about this movie and about just how they were so touched by it. And I just remember thinking, okay, this one is special. This, I mean, I knew it was special, but it was, it was like, it was the affirmation, like, okay, this, this is really everything that we were feeling in that cold. <laughs> oh my God, it was so cold in Toronto. It was like the, the worst winter that they had had in 20 years. Um, it was all worth it and it was all beautiful. And it was, and, and on top of it, it was like all this amazing black girl magic. It was a black director, a black screenwriter, all black producers, you know, and this story about six black women, you just don't see that all the time. No, and, and for you to be able to do that and do it so well is just amazing. Thank you. I have to give a shout out to my um, my acting coach, Josie Harris. And I also want to shout out the, um, the director, Christine Swanson, because she's why I even knew about you know, this role, we were, she and I were working on um, another project entirely. And I remember she came and told me, I just got signed on to be the director for this. And I think you should put your name in the hat for Dorinda. I can't promise anything and, you know, but, you know, do the work. And so I, um, you did I, that work. I did the work. <laughs> yes. I did the work. And Josie really, really, really prepared me for, um, for everything that she said would happen, happened. And so I, out of, it's, it's kind of interesting that, of all the things in my life, I felt most prepared about for this role, which is kind of weird because singing is, you know, my thing, but I feel like the preparation and the time that I put into really, really um, studying for, for this role, I felt the most prepared ever. And, and you've had a different probably level of confidence because you knew you were prepared yes, for what you were doing. absolutely. Yeah. Especially being so green and, and this being my first role. Yes. You know, I had a other little small role in this movie called All the Way and I was singing and I had to show some sadness. But this was the first time I was, you know, I was part of the, you know, the main character. Yeah. I want to wrap up the segment with us. A portion of the show that we're calling mm -hmm. Tell and Tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. Mm. What is something that you can tell us that has impacted you that someone may not know about you? Mm. Ooh, that's that's a good one. I'm um, Tell and Tell. Well, I guess we can just, in a way, you know, what we kind of already were talking about, just this pandemic, you know? Showing that, um, I remember thinking to myself at the end of 2020, there were a few things I walked away from the year saying, I said, I can do more with less. And um, that is something that, you know, sometimes you think you need all this stuff and, you know, I can do more with less. I can still be impactful um, with and lead with my heart. That's what I've always done. And I feel like that that has served me well. It has served you well. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it for this show. Oh, that went by so fast. So fast. Do you want to to grace us with anything or leave some special words to the people out there, someone who may be watching or listening and want some inspiration during this time? What would you say to them? Mm, I would say, 
Hold your heart, stay strong. <laughs> I kept in with the music playing. <laughs> yes, hold on and stay strong. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to leave you with some special words that my father has always said to me, and that is to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.